Welcome to the Life of Faith podcast by missionary evangelist John J. Asilin of the Global Prayer Center in Daytona Beach, Florida. We invite you to join us for this special message of inspiration, encouragement, and ministry of the Word of God through the exaltation of Jesus our Lord. Here is John J. Asilin. So I've been asking God, Lord, what, what, is it, what is your message at this time for me, for us? And I'm hearing from the Lord in the last couple of days as we were in prayer in the midst of all the hurricane and everything. Three words came into my spirit, which is what I want to mention. And then I'm going to call the pastors to just pray for this meeting. Three words. First, occupy. Take care of what I have given you. So many times we can be so mindful of what is happening in the world, what is happening elsewhere, and, and you know, be focused on so many things. Forget about what God wants us to do. Occupy until I come. Take care of the business that I've given to you. That is the first thing that I said, that, that I heard. St- second, second thing is strengthen those people that I have sent you, including your own immediate family. Strengthen them. Take care of them. And you cannot strengthen them without receiving the strength yourself. Be strong in the Lord. The third thing that he mentioned to me is enlarge your border. Expand your territory. Don't fall short. Don't limit yourself. Just expand to the north and to the south and to the east and to the west. So I just want to mention those three things with with a couple of scriptures to you before we pray. First of all, occupy. Do business with what I have given you. Do business. Do not be slack, but do business with what I have given you. For that, I came across this parable where Jesus mentions in Luke chapter 19, verses 13 through 27. Let me read it to you. Luke 19, 13 through 27 from the New King James Version. Here is a parable Jesus shares. A certain nobleman went into a far country to receive for himself a kingdom and to return. To receive for himself a kingdom and to return. So he called 10 of his servants, delivered to them 10 minus. Each is worth three month salaries and said to them, occupy or do business till I come. But his citizens hated him and sent a delegation after him saying, we will not have this man to reign over us. And so it was that when he returned, having received the kingdom, he then commanded these servants to whom he had given the money to be called to him, that he might know how much each man had gained by trading. Then came the first, saying, Master, your mina has earned ten minas. And he said to him, Well done, good servant, because you were faithful in a very little, have authority over ten cities. And the second came, saying, Master, your mina has earned five minas. Likewise, he said to him, you also be over five cities. Then another came saying, Master, here is your mina, which I have kept. 
put away in a handkerchief for I feared you because you are an austere man austere means severe man you collect what you did not deposit <laughs> and reap what you did not sow and he said to him out of your own mouth I will judge you <laughs> you wicked servant you know that I was an austere man, a severe man, collecting what I did not deposit and reaping what I did not sow. Why then did you not put my money in the bank, that at my coming I might have collected it with interest? And he said to those who stood by, take the mina from him and give it to him who has ten minas. They said to him, Master, he has ten minas. For I say to you that to everyone who has will be given. And from him who does not have, even what he has will be taken away from him. But bring these, uh, bring here those enemies of mine who did not want me to reign over them and slay them before me. Luke 19, 13 through 27. In this, the message is very simple. These are ten servants that the nobleman has. He goes to gain a kingdom. That means he's a king. It's Jesus who leaves us, his servants, in charge of what he gives into our hands to occupy until he came back, to take care of business that he has committed into our hands. And one of, I mean, of course, one multiplied. The question that I have for each one of us, when God says, take care of business, increase what I've given you, have we increased in the anointing? Have we increased in the knowledge of God? Have we increased in our relationship with God and with one another? Has our relationship grown so deeply and intimately without any kind of a, uh, you know, corruption, you know, impurity. Have we prayed for our loved ones to grow in the Lord? Have we seen the increase among them? Have we seen the increase in everything that God has given us? You may have a small ministry, and I, I, I'm so glad uh, both pastors have a noble ministry, vibrant ministry, and they are, their, heart is, their hearts are sold out to the poor and the needy. And these are men of character. And God, they are my friends. God bless them. No matter what it is. You know, comparison should not be, am I on television? Am I this? Am I that? Is my revenue 5 million compared to 4 million last year? It's not that. Am I increasing in the knowledge of God? Is everyone that belong to my fellowship? Are they increasing in the knowledge of God? Do they love God? Do I love God? That is what I'm talking about. And this guy, one guy says, you've given me a mina, three month salary, I've, I've increased it to 10 times. I've traded it and increased it to 10, 10 times. You know, by the way, don't invest in cryptocurrency. It's crashing. <laughs> you know, that's the big news of the day. <laughs> I mean, it is slow but steady increase what God has given you. It's not get rich quick kind of a scheme. Slowly, 
slowly, I mean, reading the Bible every day, five minutes or 10 minutes, and just praying a few minutes every day and just hearing something from God uh, every day and, and just putting it into practice every day. And when you do it, you're going to increase, 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 increase. Hallelujah. Increase when the storm comes. That increase is already inside of you. The storm is not going to buffet you. You're going to stand. You're going to withstand the calamities. You're going to withstand all kinds of things that are coming your way. So two guys have increased. And I want you to know these 10 are his servants to begin with. So I think... Jesus is talking about the church here. And one servant, he had, he had not been keeping up with God. You're an austere man. You're a hard man. You know, welcome to the 20, uh, second, uh, uh, 21st century where everything has to be so easy. So, I mean, you cannot rock the boat. If you rock the boat, you'll be canceled. You know, so you have to make it easy. A spoonful of sugar makes the medicine goes down. Mary Poppins taught, taught us that. So we cannot rock the board. We, can, we cannot say anything controversial. You know? So people are going to find out that God is going to be harsh in his judgment. I have a businessman. He is, I think, taking care of business tonight. He would say the harshest person that I have in my team is God. <laughs> God doesn't cut corners. You know, he, he tells it like it is. He's the God of truth. And truth sets us free. You know, Cal knows in aerospace engineering, we cannot say, okay, we can take any route, any route that we can take. You know, I mean, we are going to land. No, we're not going to land. We're going to land in the ocean, possibly. You know, truth is you have to fly a certain, you know, frequency. You have to follow the, you know, yes, course, and you have to land. You have to design the airplanes and rockets in the same way. You have to have the truth. The law is the truth. Commands of God are the truth. And he says, I know you're a, you're a severe man. That means he has never gotten to know his God, his father, or his boss. And you... He says, he says, uh, you collect what you did not deposit. That is a lie. He has deposited three months' salary into his hands. You collect what you did not deposit. And then says, reap where you did not sow. No. The law of sowing and reaping has been instituted from the beginning. For as long as the earth remains, Genesis 8.22, summer and winter, I mean, uh, day and night, cold and heat, and seed time and harvest will never, ever cease from existence. So our God is a God who gives us the seeds to sow, and that's exactly what he left them with, and he didn't do a job. So what happened? That was taken away from him and given it to the man who had 10 talents or 10 minas or 10 cities. So the question comes to me is this. Yes, I am praying for United States. Yes, I am concerned about where our country is, where the whole world is going. 
But the bottom line is, the buck stops with me. What am I doing with what God has given me? And that is the message that I'm hearing from myself. Occupy until I come. Take care of what I have committed into your hands. Take care of your wife. Take care of your daughter. Take care of your prayer team. Take care of all of the people that I'll send you. Without, without, without any, uh, any kind of a bitterness to anybody. Just take care of every. I am going to bless you. That is our job. The job in the ministry for Pastor Dr. Ward and, and uh, Pastor Rory and for all of us. Take care of what I have given you. Don't drop this and just go and try to run everybody else's business. You know? Am I taking care of what God has given me? At the end of the day, I mean, when God called us into the ministry, a couple of years after, you know, Cal left, you know, I was slain under the power and God called us into the ministry. The first thing, Lord, you may use us big or small, but I don't want to lose the loud ones that you gave me into my hands. Because that's who I'm responsible for. When you come back, you'll ask me, how did you take care of your wife? Did you love her? Did you love your children to train them in the way they should go? That's all he's going to ask me. Everything else is going to be gravy. The main thing is, have I taken care of one? And in addition to that, all the things that God has put in my hand, the countries, the ministries, have I approached God with fear and trembling? Asking God to multiply what he has given me. And that is the first thing. Jesus took care of everything that God has given him. John 6, 38 and 39. I have come down from heaven, not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. This is the will of the Father who sent me, that of all that he has given me into my hand, I should lose nothing but should raise it up at the last day. This one, this one man lost his minas, lost everything that he, had, he, was, he was given. And there are so many people in the church world that have lost everything. And the sad thing, Pastor Rory, is they are, they are settled for losses. All right, we lost it, so what? You know, they, they live and settle for a life that has accepted the losses. I don't want to. I don't want to lose anything that God has given me in my hand. Just as Jesus protected everything that was given into his hand, I want to protect, I want to increase, I want to take care of everything that God has given me. The second thing is, strengthen those I have sent you. Strengthen those people that I have sent you. Now, I want you to know, I cannot strengthen others without receiving strength from myself. If I am standing in the pit, I cannot strengthen you. I'll be dragging you down to the pit. So I need to strengthen myself. The Bible says in Psalm 31, 24, Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. All you who hope in the Lord. Be of good courage. And he shall strengthen your heart. You have, there will be moments when you'll be all by yourself. 
If you read 1 Samuel chapter 30, which I have not written here, the whole congregation of David wanted to stone him because they, they lost everything. So what did David do in 1 Samuel chapter 30, verse 6? David encouraged himself in the Lord. Hallelujah. So when, when hurricane comes, when our basement is flooded, <laughs> when things are robbed from us, we need to encourage ourselves from the Lord, with the, in the Lord. And God is going to make us a way. God is going to provide us a way in the wilderness, streams in the desert. After David encouraged himself, God shows him what to do, and he goes and recovers all of what the enemy has stolen. The first thing that the enemy comes to take away from you is your courage. And the courage comes as God tells Joshua, let this not depart out of your mouth. Be thou courageous and do not be dismayed. So when God's word is within our hearts, we're going to have the courage. And when we have the courage, we're going to strengthen those people. Isaiah chapter 35 verses 3 and 4. Strengthen the weak means sinking hands. And make firm the feeble means tottering or stumbling knees. Say to those who are fear, fearful hearted, be strong. Do not fear. Behold, your God will come with vengeance, with the, with the recompense of God. He will come and save you. When you are strong, when you are comforted with God and with the prayers of the saints around you, you are able to strengthen those people that God is sending you. God is going to send you people. God is going to send you America. The saddest thing that I'm reading is one out of four Americans cannot have Thanksgiving because they cannot afford $100 for their family for Thanksgiving dinner. So they're going to skip Thanksgiving. 42% of young adults are mentally sick. 53% of them are on perpetual drugs. We are really, really, really going down. We may not be able to save the world, but whoever God sends you, Amen. be on the lookout. Strengthen them. Strengthen everyone that you come across. Just speak a kind word. Speak a word of life to them. Hallelujah. And there's a, there's a bank teller, you know, she was a young girl, like my daughter, you know, I, I would pass by the window all the time, and this is five years ago, six years ago, and uh, I said something to her, I mean, and God said, write it down in a, in a sticky pad, I, all that I had a sticky pad, you have a beautiful innocence, don't lose it, and I'm praying that God will preserve you in the innocence that you're carrying in your heart. And God has great plans for you. I wrote it down and just gave it to her. Seven years later, I'm meeting her as an assistant to my own financial planner. And she brings this, uh, what is that, uh, bulletin board 
right there in the middle of the bulletin board is the sticky note that I wrote. She has stuck that. I have not left that for the last, I've not forgotten that for the last seven years. I am walking in the footsteps that you encourage me to walk. You know, I'm telling you, strengthen those people that are weak. Let us not be so selfish-minded to just lock ourselves in our own place, in our own room. Let us be strong in the Lord and strengthen those people. The last thing that the Lord impressed on me is enlarge your borders and occupy and strengthen. Isaiah 54, 2 and 3. Enlarge the place of your tent and let them stretch out the curtains of your dwellings. Do not spare. Lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes. For you shall expand to the right and to the left and your descendants will inherit the nations and make the desolate cities inhabited. Hallelujah. Here is another verse in Isaiah chapter 60 verse 1 and 2. Arise, shine, for your light has come. The glory of the Lord is risen upon you. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and deep darkness the people. But the Lord will arise over you and his glory will be seen upon you. Let us never forget, as much as we love love America, we belong to the kingdom of the Most High God. The kingdom principles are different. It is the kingdom of occupying what God has given us. It is the kingdom of sowing and reaping what God has placed in our hands. And reap it 30-fold, 60-fold, 100-fold. And experience the increase of God in our lives. It is the kingdom that walks in the strength of God. In the power of God. It is the kingdom that encourages people in all walks of life to strengthen them. To lift them up. That's my assignment. And I say keep doing it. There is no boundary to which I can do it in. I can expand to the north and south and east. And I came back from Pennsylvania, Penn State, just last week, doing the same thing. God has kept people everywhere to receive you, to be encouraged by you. Hallelujah. And that's it. You know? So three things. Occupy Uh, do business with what God has given you. Be strong in the Lord and strengthen others and expand. Whatever you're doing, just continue to do it. We are not slowing down. We are actually being... (laughs) We are not coming to the age of slowing down yet. Not yet. yet. (laughs) You know, (laughs) there is still a lot of people that are hurting. Let us show them love. Let us encourage them. Let us receive them into our hearts. Please don't ask, what person did you vote for? It doesn't matter. (laughs) Leave those junk out. (laughs) Reach out to everyone because we need healing for America. We need revival in America. We need an awakening in America. Hallelujah. And that's the only way that we can see 
God glorified in our country. Thank you for joining us on our Life of Faith podcast by John J. Asilin of the Global Prayer Center. Please visit us at www.globalprayercenter.net. Please share your comments and visit us at the Prayer Center. God bless you and strengthen your walk with the Lord. Thank you.